This is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day, fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. In the battle against hate, the fight for civil rights is a critical component. The March on Washington in 1963 was a foundational moment for that fight, and this August marks 60 years since the march. In honor of this, there will be a major commemoration in Washington, D.C. ADL is a lead sponsor and is hoping that all of the listeners will join us in Washington, D.C. for this special event on August 26th. Here to provide all of the details is Shira Goodman. She's ADL's Director of Advocacy. Welcome, Shira, too, from the front lines. Thanks for having me, Scott. Really excited to talk to you about this. So let's start with the basics. What was the March on Washington in 1963? So in August of 1963, August 28th, around 250,000 people gathered in front of the Lincoln Memorial. And it was known as a March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom. And folks were protesting discrimination, economic disparities, uh, the lack of opportunities, and a, a big issue was voting rights. And so there were about 250,000 people gathered from uh, all kinds of civil rights organizations all from all over the country. And the big thing that happened that people remember from 1963 was Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, gave his now iconic I Have a Dream speech. What is planned for this 60th anniversary event? The King family... The Drum Major Institute, the National Action Network, are convening this march with partners like ADL and civil rights legacy organizations, and they're calling this a continuation, not a commemoration, in fact, for the 60th anniversary, that the work is not done, that some of the very same issues that were being talked about and fought for in 1963 are in jeopardy now. Voting rights, again, is a big issue, economic inequalities and lack of opportunity, uh, educational opportunities. So they want to gather folks again. And I think even this will be even um, more broad in terms of all the different organizations they're bringing together, all the different communities. And there's also an added focus, not just on discrimination, racial discrimination, but on hate in all its forms and how many of these communities, the Jewish community, the black community, the AAPI community, the LGBTQ community, the immigrant community are feeling this and are feeling targeted and so are coming together in this fight against hate and for freedom. Was it as broad in 1963, or was this largely a uh, an effort led and, and populated by the black community? The black community and kind of those legacy organizations ran the march, and it was it was much more focused on those fights and the racial inequalities and disparities. But there were lots of folks from communities all over marginalized communities all over, the Jewish community included, who supported the march and who were there. But if you look, I think, at the speaker list and, and compare them, you'll see that this year will probably be much more diverse. There, there have been conversations about how some of the leaders, the black women who were leaders in the Civil Rights March, weren't highlighted and profiled and given the same kind of um, space on the main stage. And I think we'll see that differently. We'll see AAPI leaders. We'll see the LGBTQ community represented. We'll see the Jewish community represented. Although, again, ADL participated in 1963. There was a rabbi who spoke right before Dr. King gave his speech. And so it was um, open, but I think this one will be even more open and, and be building even more bridges between all these communities. 
Let's talk uh, about details. What exactly is going to happen on uh, on August 26th this year? So folks are going to gather again at the Lincoln Memorial, and uh, the main program will run from about 11 to 1, but there will be speakers starting even earlier, probably in the 9 o'clock hour, and there'll be music, and there'll be speakers, and there'll be clergy uh, giving kind of blessings, and and then there'll be the King family and other leaders of the march itself will speak in that main kind of 11 to 1 hour. And then folks will march from the Lincoln Memorial to the MLK Memorial, which is only a, a little over a mile, but through the streets of Washington. I know that ADL was offered uh, a very important role here. Can you talk a little bit about that lead sponsorship role that ADL has and, and maybe a little bit about the other lead sponsors? Sure. So as I said, the the King Family, the Drum Major Institute, the National Action Network are the conveners, but there's a small group of co-chairs, and ADL is one, uh, along with about 10 other legacy civil rights organizations, the NAACP, uh, the National Urban League, Unidos U.S., Asian Americans Advancing Justice, AAJC, the Human Rights Campaign, and others who are coming together and um, doing a lot of the planning work. And, and leading this and trying leading the call to bring people to Washington. But there are also about another hundred organizations that are being called beloved community partners who are partners in this, who are mentioned on the website, who are bringing people, who will, their messages will be heard and seen on site. And so it really is a very broad coalition working for this march, bringing people, and, and this is from small churches and synagogues um, to, to really large movements across the nation. So I think people are really inspired uh, by the 60th anniversary, but also motivated by what they're seeing 2023 looks like and the fact that we still have are still fighting for some of these same issues and some of these freedoms and rights that maybe we had thought uh, we're secured, are in danger once again. How did it come to be that ADL was asked to play this role? I mean, obviously, we're the only Jewish organization in this position. It looks like we're we're the ones being uh, asked to reach out to the Jewish community. But how did it come to, to be that ADL is playing that role? There are other Jewish partners in the beloved community. I want to be clear about that. And, and many others have signed on uh, either of their own um, initiative or because ADL has reached out to them. But uh, Reverend Sharpton from National Action Network and the King family reached out to ADL, saw the work we were doing in fighting hate, saw that we were talking about often that the roots of anti-Semitism and racism and hate are all intertwined, that the work that we're doing um, on our annual audit of anti-Semitic incidents that tracks also with how there's been a rise in hate crimes and, and saw that this was an important voice that should be there, that this voice in fighting hate and and our mission of not fighting just one kind of hate, but fighting all of it, and thought this was a really important issue to highlight. And because uh, the march is on Saturday, on Shabbat, we talked about finding ways to make it uh, possible for people to observe Shabbat and still participate, and I think they thought that was really important to have a partner like that there and um, to, to show how inclusive they wanted to be, that, like, just as we believe that we can't fight anti-Semitism without fighting racism, that they believe you can't fight racism without fighting anti-Semitism. 
I think you've almost answered my next question, but I'm going to ask it anyway and and, uh, and see if you uh, have additional ideas. Why do you think the Jewish community should be out there in force, playing a big part in this march? The folks I've talked to at ADL and just in the broader Jewish community are really excited, are really honored by this. Um, people remember marching in 1963. They remember if they weren't at that march, other marches and protests and movements that they've been part of. And that feeling of solidarity, of working together, of not being alone, I think is so powerful. You know from your work at ADL that the, the, the people who hate one group aren't usually single-issue haters, and that part of their goal is to divide and isolate. So when we come together with these other groups, who we may not always share the whole uh, policy agenda with, and we may have different issues that we focus on, but when we come together to talk about hate and um, and having our communities be safe and fighting for freedoms, that there's something very powerful in that, 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 that something feels you feel um, protected and safer. And I think that uh, our community, the Jewish community, is realizing that. And they want to be um, standing side by side with these partners and saying, we are here for you. And also, we hope you are here for us in our fights as well. And I think that that's that's the message. We are not going it alone. And being part of this march and this anniversary, this, this 60th year, to say these fights are all of our fights and none of us is safe or free until we all are, is, is a real powerful motivator. I want to focus on the word continuation for a moment. You say that this is a continuation um, because we're, we're still in the fight for civil rights. But um, you know, tell me a little bit more about some of the rights that we're still fighting for. So the things that the partners have really been focused on are voting rights and democracy. We're seeing on and on uh, challenges to voting rights, making it harder to vote, making um, some of the progress that we've made kind of almost rolling back. Uh, and, and we don't want people to be afraid to exercise that road to vote. We want them to be educated about it. There will certainly be voter registration there. There's a lot of economic uh, issues. How do people get health care? Those health care disparities that were shown during COVID, educational opportunities. So there'll be not just a chance to march and listen to speeches, but there'll be some activation vans and booths and things like that so people can get the resources they need and bring them back to their community as well. We will put a link in the show notes to how people can uh, register to uh, to be in the march with us. Uh, and thank you so much, Shira, for talking with us about the March on Washington and this 60th anniversary continuation uh, to which we're all invited. Everybody should register today. Uh, and thanks for all you do all year to fight anti-Semitism and hate. Well, thank you for having me and thanks for focusing on the march. And a big thank you to you, the listeners, who tuned in, too, from the front lines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Front Lines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Scott A. Richmond. My Instagram and threads handle is at Scott underscore ADL. And our hashtag is fighting hate for good.